Hello, everyone. Brad Edwards here. I'd like to thank you for tuning in and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Which is Better. Uh, there'll be no dynamic comparisons today. As a matter of fact, there's no Sean or Gary or Mark. Um, it's just me. And me, producer Jonathan Libanelbo. Yes, and Jonathan. Uh, I'm here to rectify a recent discrepancy of episode 16, which was Star Wars versus Star Trek, where um, Brad's tip was missing. Um, a lot of you have called and written in uh, asking the show, what what happened to Brad's tip? Or why wasn't there a Brad's tip on the episode? That's not true. Yeah, no, it, it is for real. Literally, no one did that. You're lying. Well, people have contacted me directly, so. Name one person. Okay, anyway, well, to answer the question, dear listeners, there was a Brad's tip on that episode, but it was edited out under dubious circumstances. It was fucking horrific. See? Now, right there, you told me it was cut for time. I lied. I'm a liar. Well? Just like you. Well, okay. Look, uh, I don't know what's so horrific about it, and frankly, I don't care. Uh, I'm not one to shy away from controversy. And I'm here now to set the record straight, uh, so, and I'll just let you, uh, the listeners decide, I guess, what, what's, what's cool and what's not. So, ladies and gentlemen, here in its entirety is a reenactment of Brad's Tip. Brad's Tip, erotica. Oh, my. Guys, the biggest sex organ is between your ears, if you're a white person. White man, sorry. I don't mean to imply anything. But the point is is that it's the mind. Think about it. And when you're thinking about it, realize that you're thinking about it with your mind, the biggest sex organ. Everything, all those juices get flowing in your head. Now, for ladies, it's all mental. They love to hear about it and think about it. For men, it's a little more visual. We like to look at pictures of naked people. But... Women want a little more romance, typically. I mean, everybody's different. There's transgenders. And my point is, you've got to get some erotic in your life. Now, I um, have written some. Um, I don't know what the hubbub is about. This is completely made up. Uh, any resemblance to anybody? I mean, you know, you draw your own conclusions. I just, I just write what I imagine. So I'm going to read for you now. <clears throat> Some of Brad's uh, erotica. And here we go. Jerry Fletcher was a podcaster. Arguably the greatest podcaster of his time. He had earned his renown and fortune as a part of a three-man PCAST known as Which One is Best? Jerry's phenomenal success could be attributed to his hard work, dedication, and attention to detail. So it was no great surprise when he arrived at the studio nearly three hours early to prepare for the night's recording. He nodded the security guards as he walked past, flashing his ID card. Of course, this wasn't necessary. They knew who he was. He owned the building for Pete's sake. He took the executive elevator to the top floor of the KDF building in beautiful historic downtown Nashville. As Jerry watched the city stretch out before him, he reflected on how wonderful it was to be rich and famous, and yet... He felt like something was missing. Jerry stepped into the studio, activating the automated lights. It was quiet and still. He enjoyed these private moments. 
He knew his co-stars Sean Ferret and Chad Bredwards would be in pretty soon. So he took a, his time fixing a drink and going over some notes he had for the show. Suddenly his phone rang. Dang it! Jerry said to himself, frustrated that he was being taken out of the zone. Hello? He yelled into the phone, a little louder than he meant to. Hey, Jerry, said a voice on the other end. Jerry recognized it right away. It was Marf, Jerry's friend and financial advisor. Hey, buddy, I wanted to let you know your VR business that you started up has gone public and stands to earn another $50 million by the end of the quarter. Marf exclaimed with genuine glee in his voice. That's great, Marf, said Jerry. Let's get together next week to... Uh, Jerry trailed off when he noticed a faint noise coming from the secondary recording bay. Marf, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to call you back, Jerry said, as he hung up, not waiting for a reply. Jerry walked down the hall, and as he got closer to the sound, he realized it was music. And he quickly realized that he recognized not only the song, but the voice that was singing it. It was his friend and fellow podcaster, Sean Ferret. Now, Sean is spelled S-H-A-W-N. And he was singing his multi-platinum hit, Professor Assfucker. I'm Professor Assfucker, looking for a dick sucker. Sean was deep in the groove. When he looked up and noticed Jerry, Oh, hello, friend. I didn't know you were here. He said with a smile, Man, I'm always here. You know me, Jerry replied with a grin. The two shared a laugh. Jerry asked, What are you up to in here? Reliving the hits? Well, not exactly, Sean confessed. The record company wants me to record a radio edit version of Professor Assfucker, and I'm having a little trouble making it work. Oh, I bet you are, said Jerry, and he did. It's like having to sing about ass-fucking without mentioning ass-fucking, Sean yelled in frustration. What if, instead of focusing on the bad words, you just sang about how ass-fucking feels, suggested Jerry. I... I can't, said Sean. What do you mean, asked Jerry. I, uh... Well, the truth is, I've never been fucked in the ass, replied Sean, the last part coming out all at once. No, Jerry laughed incredulously. It's true, Jerry. I mean, I've come close a few times, but it's just never happened. Come on, man, Jerry said, still smiling. A guy like you? Someone must have fucked that ass. I'm afraid not. And until it happens, I'll never truly be able to sing about it, Sean said, as he took one timid step towards Jerry. Well... Maybe I can help you with that, Jerry said as he gently reached his hand behind Sean's neck and pulled him closer. As they kissed, an explosion of adrenaline rushed through their bodies. Jerry had imagined this before, sure, but now it was actually happening. The sensation was almost overwhelming. Sean's hand moved down Jerry's chest and rested upon his massive cock bulging inside of his blue jeans. Oh my God, he whispered. They continued to kiss and quickly began to tug and pull each other's clothes off till they were both completely nude. Wait, said Sean. What about the podcast? This is the only pod I'm worried about, Jerry said as he took Sean's pod into his mouth. A stampede of butterflies fluttered up from Sean's tummy, leaving trails of ecstasy behind him. Mmm, Jerry moaned, bobbing his head rhythmically as he swallowed every inch of Sean's thick cock. Wait, Sean said again, pulling Jerry up by the hair. Jerry looked at him with concern in his eyes. Had he gone too far? Had he crossed the line? The tension was quickly broken when Sean continued. 
I think I'm ready for my lesson. As he slowly rolled over and raised his ass in the air, Jerry made the sign of the cross, looking up and mouthed the words, Thank you to heaven. Before him, in all its splendor, was a beautiful virgin ass, and he intended to treat it with respect. Jerry spread Sean's cheeks wide and spit on his perfect pink button. Mmm, tight, bleached, and shaved, just like I like him, Jerry thought to himself, as he ever so softly flipped the tick of his t- tip of his tongue in and around Sean's pulsing rim. Much to the singer's delight, sensing the time was right, Jerry slipped his finger into Sean and carefully massaged it in and out of his ass, preparing the playing field for the game. Jerry then stroked his oil cock and touched the tip to Sean's asshole. Are you ready? Jerry asked. Oh, yes, Sean blurted out, unable to contain his excitement. Waves of passion sent shuddering through both men as Jerry gently eased his cock deep inside of Sean. Slowly, deliberately, Jerry thrust himself forward, completely but with the greatest of care. He gripped Sean's slim hips and began to grind deeper and deeper into his friend's butt. Suddenly, they were both snapped out of the moment by the sound of a stack of files falling from the table in the corner of the room. They both realized at once they were not alone. The figure that stood by the table was none other than Jonathan. Okay, Jonathan, please. Jonathan, the producer. Jonathan, you're Jonathan. Let, quit messing me up. <clears throat> Jonathan, the producer of which one is best. Now, producer is who Jonathan was, but what Jonathan was is a little more interesting. Jonathan was a genetically modified, highly intelligent orangutan. No one was exactly sure where Jonathan came from, but he was a valued member of the staff. He was highly professional and efficient at his job, but what mattered now was that he was looking directly at Sean and Gary. Jerry, Jerry, was concerned. This was bad timing because Jerry and Jonathan had just had a bit of a falling out. Jerry had recently outed himself as a telekinetic, and in a lighthearted attempt to show off his powers of levitation, Jerry had lifted Jonathan up in the air and into the spinning maw of a powerful ceiling fan. Jonathan suffered severe damage to his arm and had to have it replaced with a myoelectric titanium prosthetic arm. Jerry and Jonathan had not spoken since. Damn it, Jerry thought. What would Jonathan think? Would seeing them like this be the final straw? Jerry's concern quickly evaporated when he saw what Jonathan was holding in his robotic hand. It was his big black cock. Being an ape, Jonathan's highly developed sense of smell had picked up on the male pheromones and booty in the air. This put him in a heightened state of excitement. After a moment of staring each other's eyes, Jerry said, Well, what are you waiting for? And that's all Jonathan was waiting for. He shambled his ape walk across the room and began to rub his hands and one foot all over the two men. Placing his warm ape hand on one shoulder and his cold robot hand on the other, Jonathan thrust his big black dick into Jerry with the deafness found only in the animal kingdom. Every jolt of his body sent a bump through Jerry and into Sean, just like those executive desk toys with the balls, which, incidentally, is what their balls were doing. The three began to pick up steam, and a chugging rhythm, like that of a train, started to form, building and building and growing more and more intense. And right when they thought it couldn't get any hotter, they heard a voice down the hall. Hello? Is there anyone here? It was Chad Bredwards. He had come in early for the first time in his life, And oh boy, was he in for a surprise. 
Okay, thus concludes chapter one of Brad's Erotica. Uh, I want to thank you all for taking the time out of your day to check this uh, special, special episode out. Um, there'll be, uh, you know, if, if there's enough uh, interest, there'll be more in the future. No, there won't. Okay, well, you know, I just wanted everyone to know what was going on, and thank you, and uh, we'll be back on schedule uh, soon. Your, your, your Tuesday night downloads are not going to be interrupted by this. All right, uh, thanks, everybody. Good night. Hi, this is Mark Anunson. You know we have a lot of fun here on Which is Better, and we hope you do too. Maybe you can show us a little appreciation and uh, give us a great review. Give us a lot of stars. I know it sounds like bullshit, but it really does help. <laughs>